This week on Palace Court's Friday Fix. To me, the biggest barrier that I often see is disconnection. I always say disconnection kills inclusion. When we're not connected to the other people we work with or school pupils, or we're even not connected to our own selves in terms of our beliefs and our purpose and our bias and our understanding, we cannot fully create change and have the impact that we want to have. Hello, and welcome to the Friday Fix. I'm Kira Marin, HR business partner at Powers Court. Today, I'm joined by racial inclusion consultant, Ria Kalsey. Ria is the founder of Matriarch, a social media platform and training organization. Through Matriarch, she helps schools, businesses, and teams of all shapes and sizes understand how to create a more inclusive space and offer people a greater sense of belonging. Ria just finished a training session with Powers Court, helping us to explore the ways we can address sometimes uncomfortable topics like race and diversity in a constructive and progressive way. Ria, thank you so much for the training and for joining us on this week's podcast. For anyone that doesn't know, what is DEI? So DEI, we might hear different abbreviations: uh, DNI, DEI, EDI. Those terms stand for equality equity, diversity, inclusion and belonging and these are all the topics that are essential to making sure people feel welcome and safe at work, at schools, wherever it might be. And how did you get into this space? What started it all? Really what it was was running and starting a blog and Instagram called Matriarch and after doing that for a few years we started to create educational content around racism online so we were making resources and all of these things And then after 2020, I got very frustrated seeing inclusion work done, what I felt was in the wrong way. I didn't feel like it was challenging enough. I didn't feel like it was embracing the discomfort to create real change. But I was also getting very frustrated that I wasn't seeing changes in the curriculum enough, especially as someone whose racial experiences of discrimination started when I was at school. So this motto of be who you needed when you were younger really drove me and I thought, I'm not going to wait for someone else to do it, I'll do it. So I started going into schools and companies and creating workshops, talks, roundtables, panel events, talking about racial inclusion. And I guess to that, why is it crucial for businesses, schools and any teams really to be racially inclusive? I get this question a lot and it's important just to strip it back to basics. As human beings, all people want is to feel comfortable, to feel happy, to feel welcome, to feel like they can be their truest selves and that is what this topic is all about. It's all about that human element and making sure that when people come to school or work or even within their own families, they feel like they can be who they want to be and not feel like there's going to be an issue or a problem or they're going to be humiliated. It's all just allowing people to be who they want to be. What would you say to someone who still has doubts about whether inclusivity training is really needed in businesses? Why should they care? Again, it comes back to that human element of compassion. Do you care about the other person on the other side of the table? Always think about it selfishly. If that were you, would you want that for yourself? And ultimately, everyone has the right to feel safe as well as included. As humans, we need to build our capacity for compassion and empathy to do that. What are the barriers for companies when they're looking to improve their DE&I? To me, the biggest barrier that I often see is disconnection. I always say disconnection kills inclusion. When we're not connected to the other people we work with or school pupils, or we're even not connected to our own selves in terms of our beliefs and our purpose and our bias and our understanding, 
we cannot fully create change and have the impact that we want to have because we don't fully understand our places in these conversations let alone someone else's so for me it's definitely disconnection but I also do think that there's an issue of time you know our time is expensive nowadays and so it's really having to haggle with people and say listen this is worth the time this is worth the energy it is worth the money as well let's be real that's part of the conversation too and if someone at least one person feels like they can come to work and feel safer feel more included feel more authentically themselves that's worth all the time and all the money well you've worked with various businesses and schools it's you know it's part of what your company does what practices have you seen that work really well and have actually brought around change i think one of the most powerful things again is stripping it back don't think about the really complex HR strategies, think about the human things, listen to people. I think the two things that I would always recommend to anyone are empathetic listening and decentering yourselves because when we do that we are properly listening to the person on the other side of the table, we're engaging with their lived experience and only then when we understand that can we make sure our actions are being impactful in line with that because if I don't fully understand you and what you're experiencing and the struggles or difficulties that you have how can I possibly know that my actions are impacting you in the right way so decentering yourself from the conversation and that also helps with any feelings of guilt that we might have when it comes to privilege but also proper empathetic listening and on a personal note as a woman of color what is most important to you when it comes to racial inclusion people not just listening to me but believing me because I've definitely experienced before where I might have been sharing my experience or my story or I've been even reaching to someone for help and you can tell when people aren't buying into it or aren't believing you and that is also one of the most hurtful things because it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to share these things. So anytime someone has really listened to me, really been there for me, really decentered themselves from the conversation and even just said, are you okay? Or I'm sorry that you experienced that or what can I do to support you? That is one of the most important things because it builds my empathy with them. It builds that trust, it builds that connection. And then we can move forward and look at, okay, how can we create change so this doesn't happen to someone else? Thank you so much for your time, Ria. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me.